Well, hello, lovely humans, and welcome to Engage, a wedding planning podcast for the modern day couple. I'm your host, Jamie Wolfer, and I truly believe that wedding planning does not need to be complicated or time consuming. I kind of picture these episodes like jumping on a quick phone call with your wedding planner. You get your answers and you go on your merry way because sometimes not all of us have an hour to dedicate to listening to super long podcasts or super long intros. So without further ado, let's just jump right on into it. I absolutely love using this platform to bring on other wedding industry professionals to tell you all of their wisdom to help you with any wedding planning sticking points. So today is an interview with one of my industry professional friends that I can't wait for you to hear. Take a listen. Mark, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super excited to be chatting with you. Me too. Thanks for having me. And this has been like, I think at least a year and a half, two years in the making. We've been I think so. and then podcast. And, <laughs> right. And we tried to even meet each other in Vegas at the biggest wedding conference in the world. And right. somehow we missed each other there too. How did that too? happen? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I saw you leaving the building and I'm like, I think that's Mark. And looked well, down and I'm in stilettos and I went, that's not happening. <laughs> I saw you coming and I said, she's got stilettos and I don't. So I can definitely get away. <laughs> that makes so much more sense. But your suit was so sharp. I, Thank like, you. Thank I you. was like, that is, that is. It's crazy. literally one of my few tools of the trade, having to stand in front of people and officiate. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you have a bad suit, I hear they like kick you out of the conglomerate of efficients. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There probably should be some sort of a dress code in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, my suit wardrobe wasn't always so great, and I'm still here. So, you know, there's hope for the rest of us. <laughs> All right. Well, to kick things off, why don't you tell the people listening a little bit about who you are? OK, well, uh, I am the founder of Unboring Wedding. So I started out officiating weddings for couples. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to go too much origin story esque, but uh, as a minister, I did not enjoy doing weddings. Then I resigned from being a minister and I said, what's the only marketable skill I have now? And it was doing weddings. But then I thought, <laughs> how do I do a thing that I really don't like? And frankly, mm-hmm. I just thought what people hate is boring weddings and started to really lean in into there must be a market out there there must be a couple who agrees with me that weddings are painful but if i tell their story and i'm down to earth and i kind of host officiate a wedding more like an mc maybe that would be kind of a niche well that exploded long story short and so i started telling the couple's love story really honing that craft making it a deliverable formula yeah And then people started asking me, how do you do what you do? So that's where I got the idea to create a service on the internet, kind of like yourself, uh, to help people to create ceremonies like I do. And really, like I say, guarantee the result that it's it's going to be unboring. And so I've been doing that full time for five years, really leaning into it. Man, now I get to help thousands and thousands of people uh, every year. I get the wedding they want. If they're a couple, deliver the kind of experience for their couple. If they're an official, Uh, So it's just an absolute blast. And I continue to officiate. I moved from Toronto to New Brunswick now. Uh, and I'm booked, you know, two years out. There's only one me to officiate all these weddings, which is yeah. why I like replicating this <laughs> uh, style all over the world for pe- anybody who wants to laugh, cry, have a wonderful time and their guests to be thrilled. That's what I do. Yeah. If you thought for one second that I was going to start a brand new podcast and not bring over Generation Tux to join me, you are sorely mistaken. But you guys, there's a reason that I keep talking about them. There's a reason that I'm so obsessed with them. And one of them is all of the free offerings to you as the wedding couple. Number one, free swatches. If you want to do color comparison or compare it to any dresses or linens or florals, 
they will send you free swatches. Number two, a free home try-on for the wedding couple with free round-trip shipping. All of that's free. (laughs) Number three, with five paid rentals, the groom gets his suit rental for free. Number four, with seven paid rentals, the groom gets his rental for free and then gets to keep the suit. You guys, if I have not convinced you to check out Generation Tux at this point, I don't I don't know who will. Head on over to wolferandco.com forward slash suits to claim your free prize. To- you guys, just because you are listening to this episode right now, we are getting an exclusive spring promo with Generation Tux for the wedding couple to get 20 bucks off of the suit rental. Now, it can't be combined with another offer. It starts March 21st and goes through June 21st of this year. We can apply it to past events or checkouts, but if you have yet to rent your suit and you want to save 20 whole dollars, please use code WOLFERSPRING at checkout. That's code WOLFERSPRING at checkout. I love the methodology behind what you do because mm. we run into this quite often where people are like, we just want to get through the ceremony oh, and get man. to the fun part. That breaks my heart. Right? Because there's breaks my heart because I know I know where it's coming from. I know sure. it's based on every wedding you've seen. I know it's based on every movie where there's a wedding <laughs> and right. everyone's, you know, stodgy and and that makes for great TV and great movies when the ceremony is super uptight and something goes wrong, you know, you got whispering it it ratchets up the tension for a movie scene. But I my training is the opposite where I'm saying if you get up there you're down to earth, you're connecting with the guests, you're making everybody laugh. There isn't that tension it's just everybody's being themselves and having a wonderful time so i know how great a ceremony can be and that's the one thing i want couples to discover is did you know you don't just have to blow through the ceremony to get to the fun part (laughs) yes now what does that process look like especially because i mean obviously there is only one you and it's really sweet and sentimental to have a family member or friend do this but Mm -hmm. you know as a wedding planner when i hear that i'm like okay this is (laughs) prepare me like i'm getting my soul prepared for a new set a new host of issues yes where it's either going to go super fast or it's not going to be done super well i literally had a guy reading off of a packet next to this you know just those kinds of things where it's it's just not their gift and it's yeah it's a lot. So yeah. how do you combat that? Well, that's where the stereotype comes from, right? And like I say, professional wedding officiants, they get together and in their conferences and yes, at, at places like Wedding MBA, like yeah. the opponent of the professional wedding officiant is the friend or relative, mm-hmm. not just because they're taking our business away, quote unquote, but because wedding officiants want weddings to be great. And a lot of the time, stereotypically, the friend or relative who's, who's never done it before and starts preparing the week before it is true that's where you get the viral videos on TikTok or youtube of like hey watch this efficient totally bomb screw up embarrass themselves Aww. embarrass the couple and those are great clickbait and they go viral yeah. <laughs> so really the short answer i've got much longer answer with many bullet points but the short <laughs> answer is just get them trained and it's not a huge arduous process and one thing again for couples who ask their uncle or their friend who they love to do this the reason why they're doing that is because they know their uncle their friend their sister whatever is going to bring this like loving spirit this angle that a professional can't i get that so you have the ingredient of how you're connected to the efficient you love which a professional like me can't do and then if you get them trained and know what they're doing and prepared it is an experience like absolutely no other and on their very first time they absolutely crush it and so i love being the person who can bring that good news instead of that voice on the internet of just the professional efficient who says you're 
your friend's going to screw up, hire me instead. Because frankly, yes. it's not true, actually. <laughs> With a little bit of proper training, they could actually, I mean, it could turn into the ceremony where people are talking about that for years to come. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and because I've been be doing this for years, I, I do hear years later, people still come back saying people are still talking about me. And of course, another thing that I love as an aside is when you get your friend or relative to do this and they get trained and they crush it, yep. three or four more couples at the reception. Yes. Friends of yours at your reception yeah, yeah. will ask the officiant who just officiated your ceremony for the very first time and said they'd never do it again. <laughs> they get asked to do it again. And so a lot of people who end up uh, in my Unboring Wedding community and then ask me how they find clients and stuff, it's because they absolutely slayed on that first time. And then they were like, holy crap, that was fun. I did great. And six other people asked me to officiate next year. Yeah. So just that's how it happens. <laughs> how the heck do you do that? Like, and I get that there's like a whole program that you take them through. Yeah. How? How? Because of course, me as a planner, <laughs> I have watched excellent efficiency. I've watched yes. terrible efficiency. I literally have a video where we were planning a wedding. We were working at a wedding in Hawaii. And mm -hmm. um, I, I actually brought my parents with me for this one. And the efficient was scared stiff. Yeah. And my dad yeah. was there and he's a pastor. And I was like, Hey dad, could you do me a favor <laughs> and just like come chat with him and walk through a little bit of this with him? Yeah. And so he yeah. felt so much more confident. I am yeah. filming setting something up and then I hear clapping it was like a four and a half minute ceremony once they had okay. like done the processional. I was okay, like, yeah. we're going, we're running. Like, and it just is, we run into that yeah. so many times. So how on earth do you take someone from being scared stiff to then having it be a ceremony that people yeah. talk about for years to come? Well, I'd say a general roadmap in terms of advice for people getting married who ask, you know, Uncle Doug to officiate their wedding. I mean, the first thing That's is my you dad's want name. To... Oh, no way. Yeah, I'm like, wait, wait, did I say that out loud? It's a solid demographic out there, Uncle Doug. Doug. Uh, uh, so um, I would say the first thing you want to do is sit down and have a wedding ceremony planning session with them. Uh, I'm just meeting way too many people who come to me terrified again for coaching or my course saying my couple asked me to do this. My niece, I love them. And they, that's all they did. They just said, can you officiate our wedding? I said, yes. They oh. said, thank you. See you on <laughs> May 6th. And then they're like, I don't know what to do. So I and what the first thing I asked, I say to Uncle Doug is, OK, reach out to your couple and this is stage one of my course, but yeah. even if you don't do that, go that route, this is what you want. You want to sit down and have a ceremony planning session with mm -hmm. the person you asked. That way, uh, you, the expectations are ironed out because they have no clue. When you ask them to officiate and just leave it at that, they have no idea, not just how the order of ceremony typically, but the, the flavor of the ceremony, the, the yeah. feel that you want it to have. So expectations, I think a lot of reason why people are terrified when they've never officiated is they don't know what the couple expects. So sit down with them. And uh, I, I always advise and teach to go through a ceremony outline. So from the very start, you know, what does the officiant say in terms of turn your phones off or can people take pictures, that kind of thing? Is it unplugged? Is it, can they take pictures? How's the processional gonna happen? Uh, even if you say, well, I got a planner handling that. The officiant, anything the officiant doesn't know, they're typically terrified. Do you want them to tell your love story? Do you want them to talk? Do you want them to read a poem? Do you want them 
to say? What do you want them to say? Again, yeah. they don't know if you don't tell them. Yes. How do you want to say your vows? What style? Uh, who's going to do the ring exchange? Is it the best man or is it the best maid of honor? Is it somebody in the front? Is it an animal coming in from the side with the rings around its neck? Right. I've seen it all. And again, your officiant needs to know this. So when you go through, you know, if you're having a signing, what song plays? What are the closing remarks? Do you want the pronunciation? What do you kiss? All that stuff. It doesn't take long. My sessions take an hour. But after that, you as a couple will feel so much better. Your mm. first time officiant will feel like, okay, now I know what yeah. you want. Are you totally opposed to wedding readings? Do you want wedding readings? Do you want somebody else to come up? Do you want religious elements or non? That meeting well, it just it's a game changer. And typically I say have that four to six weeks before your wedding if you can do it and just move through the outline of ceremony uh, that it just it, it makes everyone feel so much better. Oh, yeah. It's just so many times in wedding play. You, I mean, y'all have never done this before. You're yeah. not supposed to know what you're doing. Yeah. It's not like you all of a sudden you get a ring on your finger and you're like, I am Mark Stewart and I can. Yeah, all exactly. <laughs> you have to have conversations like this. Especially yeah. because this loved one wants to serve you in the best way possible. Yeah. But they don't know if you want funny. They don't That's know the if thing. you want yeah. reverence. They don't know what you want out of this. And you yeah. Even the like. So when I, I have a package online for the procrastinators. I don't encourage this. It's just a quick script and coaching. It's for people who the wedding is in three <laughs> days and they just started. It's, it blows yeah. my mind, but it's a very healthy part of my business, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> where and I just I the the way I found this out was. I would sell my course, but then of course, when people didn't buy through my email sequence, I would follow up and say, why didn't you buy? And I realized a huge segment of the population who were in my email sequence said, Mark, I loved your stuff. Your course looked amazing. I watched your YouTube videos, but I started researching this three days before the wedding. <laughs> so it's I, it's amazing how many people Wild. are putting it together the week of, but when I get on the phone with them yeah. and get to talk to them, it is so enlightening every time because again, they're totally lost. They don't know. I asked them, for example, I see here you're saying at the very end, I present to you for the very first time, Mr. and Mrs. Smith or, you know, Sam and Diane, like you don't really know what you're going to say at the end there. And they're like, no, I don't. So that's an example of yeah. in the meeting, you <laughs> nail all those things down together and your officiant is not terrified because they know everything you want. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing I would say is once that meeting is done and your officiant goes off and takes that information and writes your script. And again, my course makes this really easy you want to see that script i would highly advise any couples to take a look like ask their efficient can you share the script with us yes. so i always put it in a google doc make it super easy to read it's like a movie script times how we're lined up at the back who's coming in when you want to see all those details I love I say, this. <laughs> you shouldn't just source that out to the planner. The officiant should know this as well. And all the language, again, the stuff that's viral on TikTok is because, man, there's one that's the officiant decided to surprise the couple. Maybe you've seen it by singing a song. And it was like the couple are looking at each other and the officiant is doing this solo opera thing that it's not the kind of thing that you would want to happen. I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh you should see the video. And again, it's coming from a good place, but I always say, as as a bride or groom, you do not want to be surprised in that way in your wedding ceremony. You are the boss. It is your ceremony. You should know everything that's coming. And I would argue you should know everything that's being said. 
So how the pronouncement is happening. Uh, is the officiant saying, you know, to the dad, do you give or who gives or just do you give your blessing and support, which is a more yeah. contemporary version than the who gives this woman. So there's different ways to go around it and you'll have that conversation. The officiant will put the script together, but then ask to see it. Can I see it? Because I want to sign off. And as a professional, that's what I do. I say, I want you to sign off on. Mm -hmm. So you're not being overly controlling if you ask that. I would say this is just a yeah. standard practice where the couple should see the script, look through it all and sign off on everything. And so I'm still answering your how question, because yeah. once you have that, I would say, let your officiant tell your love story. That is huge. Uh, and there's, you know, just let them, you can decide how long that's going to be and how much information you give them. Again, my course walks through a certain specific formula. But when you're standing there and your officiant is telling the guests, the love story and this is what it's also the kind of magic of my style is you're actually talking to the guests as the officiant so i want you to picture this if you're getting married where the officiant is standing there telling your 100 guests or 50 guests or whatever it is the story of how the two of you met it's very voyeuristic i think that's what makes it work so well yeah, is yeah. you're looking past the couple telling them the hilarious beautiful romantic story about how these two people who are standing here <laughs> met and their first date and how they got engaged. It is so uh, engaging. Yes. And again, that tone, just that switch, I think I accidentally discovered it years ago of like most officiants just talk to the couple the whole time and mm -hmm. kind of ignore the guests. The guests are looking like they're, they're like in an aquarium, like, oh, there's stuff going on up there, but we can listen or yes. not. Whereas when the officiant is saying, I want to tell you guys how they met and, and you tell the story wall. in, yes, it's, 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 absolutely crucial to drawing your guests in and making them part of the experience so let them tell your love story to the guests and of course you got to give them that information they do that work ahead of time uh, but that is also really really key so when you've seen your script uh, when you've had the meeting of all the details and you see the script and then you let them tell your love story to me it just it can't fail it's it's amazing the experience you're going to have in that ceremony and you're going to Again, that's the tragedy of couples who say, let's just get through this part. Do you know how great it can be? I do. <laughs> and yeah. it is absolutely amazing to hear couples say, the ceremony was the best part of our day. That That is mind-blowing. Yeah. All these years later, the part that many couples just get through, the others say, that was the best part of our day. And that's what I love about what I do. Are you feeling lost or overwhelmed with wedding planning? Why does this also sound like an infomercial? <laughs> Take a deep breath. You are in the right place. I've put together this amazing, if I do say so myself, wedding planning checklist that tells you all the things that you need to be doing and when you need to be doing them. A step-by-step -step path just for you. You can grab your step-by-step -step wedding planning checklist now at weddingchecklist.co. That's weddingchecklist.co. Sometimes I can view, oh, I can view it from both sides of the coin yep. where it's a very sweet day. It's the telling of your love story. It's the culmination of your families coming together. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's a production, right? Yep. We are yep. entertaining people. Yeah. If they're not entertained or their basic needs aren't being met, they will leave. So why, in my opinion, <laughs> right? I mean, like if it's hot outside and there is one bathroom and there's yeah. not enough water, people are going to go. Yeah. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those basic needs being met, which again, is why they always say, keep it short and sweet. Like the ceremony, we want it like eight minutes, no more, because they're thinking of that. I, right. I, I just want to leave the second it starts. <laughs> the awareness Whereas, of the guest experience. Yeah. Yeah. But why Whereas leave when, that part to chance? Yeah. 
Like why not invest in that part and make it fun and entertaining? So every single part of your event of this production, if you're not watching the video, I use finger quotes. If you couldn't (laughs) hear them in my voice uh, of this production, make it enjoyable for people and something they will never forget. That's right. And I, you know, planners speak, right? You want the run of show. DJs talk about the run of show and (laughs) stuff like it is, you know, we use those kind of production vocabulary uh, because like what you're saying is there is something going on up front. The music is going to come in when it's supposed to, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, you can say, well, this is, and I, I've had some pushback, like, well, you know, a wedding is the, the sanctity of the wedding, all that stuff. I don't see those things as mutually exclusive. You can Correct. have prayers, you can Absolutely. infuse it with spirituality, whatever level of sacredness you think is going on up there, bring all that into bear. However, at the same time, your officiant can be down to earth, talking to your guests, telling your love story. It is about you and also the religious and spiritual elements you want to bring in as well. Those things are not antithetical. When you bring them in, it's just even a richer experience. Right. It's a yes and instead of no but. Right. No, I think that's, that's, I love everything about what you do, Mark. I get so pumped, like looking at what you do and how you share this. How do you teach the confidence though? And that might be the secret sauce of the course. So yeah. we might be like dangling this carrot for the people at home. <laughs> I, if, if I could go back over again, and we had a pastor do our ceremony. If mm. I could go back over again and have do this, this sounds yeah. fascinating. I'm so intrigued by it. But how yeah. do you teach that confidence? So one great thing that I get a lot of times is I'm not a great public speaker. I'm terrified. How do I get over that? And I always say this is what's great about officiating is you're not your officiant is not like a motivational speaker. That's not the vibe they're bringing. They're opening their binder and they're reading this great story that they wrote. So every like I'm a pretty big presence up there, but still I open up my binder and I read the story. I spent hours writing and crafting every word of this story. So I tell that to my clients, my students, uh, you're going to just read it. And so think about it less like Tony Robbins or, you know, uh, Chris Farley's motivation. You're not up there doing that. (laughs) You are, you're more like an author doing a a reading. And uh, there's a really famous author in Canada uh, who uh, Vinyl Cafe, he just wrote, his, his name was Stuart McLean. And I get told a lot by Canadians, you remind me of Stuart McLean, because he would just open his books on stage, he'd get books solid, he passed away recently, and entire amphitheater is just in stitches and crying, and uh, he just was such a great writer, and he just stood there and read. So that's kind of the vibe you're bringing. In terms of the confidence, I always say 90% of the work is done on the wedding day like you just have to go up there with your binder and know that the script you put together is going to blow everybody away thrill your couple and that's why i say when you let your story get told as a couple you might think well our story is nothing special it is every a lot of couples say that nothing really dramatic happened it doesn't matter people love or you can say some officials say to me yeah but they put their love story on the website so there goes that like you know if a couple if you, you get these no, sites and put, the website. that's what, first of all nobody reads that but second of all even <laughs> if they did it like, doesn't matter no one's going to be like boo i heard this it's on the website yeah. like, people are people are going to love Tell something different. The, yeah exactly <laughs> people are going to love the experience of being drawn in you you standing yeah. there, them telling it, tears rolling down your cheeks, or when there's like a hilarious first date moment of like he's wearing those jeans. Oh, interesting. Like that's all it, it doesn't take much. Uh, you know, they're watching your reaction to their own story and it's pure magic. So yeah. again, 
still answering that question confidence you've written it all down now you just got to read it mm. but the other thing i always say too is the less stodgy i just had office hours with my community like you know we've got almost a thousand people so every month i have office hours Wild. and i was telling this to the group in there people show up and i just show up on camera and we talk and it is that thing of you know somebody was like it's my first time i'm nervous and this is what i told them of the, the stodgier and more uptight a ceremony is when something goes wrong it's going to really stand out right we're gonna feel like oh this is screwing up that moment but when you get up there and part of the secret sauce is those opening remarks i always give opening remarks before the ceremony before the processional i walk up there sometimes like say with the groom or the best man i'm standing up there with the guys and i'm just like good afternoon everyone and of course nobody says anything back and i say all right let's try that again this is a celebration good afternoon everyone and that's all it takes everyone's like good right. afternoon they're shouting back because <laughs> yeah. all you had to do is give them yeah. permission to be like hey guys i'm talking to you this is not like every ceremony you've seen and you don't have to be a big showman or a personality you just got to say i'm talking to you so again a lot of my clients are you know quieter ladies in their 60s and they're like i don't know if i can pull that off and they do it <laughs> you know good afternoon this is a celebration good afternoon and that people are shouting back so you break that ice and anything that goes wrong quote unquote in the ceremony i don't like using that language because yeah. that implies like when something unexpected happens it was wrong you know I, i'm just a big proponent of it didn't happen yet so it's not wrong it's just a matter of our expectations <laughs> when something happens that we weren't planning yeah. the best thing for the officiant to do is mention it point it out that's kind of just one of the things i teach so for confidence if something falls over i always just say something like perfect that happened right on cue like we rehearsed or something like that yes. and i just say just say the thing and it loses its power so uh i really teach that to my uh, officiants in the course it's how i wrap up the course something might go wrong when you officiate and you're just going to say you're going to name the thing and you don't even have to make a funny remark you just have to say well that just happened and move on because yes. it's such a down-to-earth experience when you've told the love story when you've made those opening remarks connected yes. with the guests uh, people already love you they love the couple and so really you can't go wrong again i feel like a lot of our wedding hang-ups are from movies or tv shows or super uptight uh religious services or something where the officiant just didn't really seem like they cared what was going on when there's a connection it changes everything and so all kinds of things unexpected can happen and you're just rolling with it and having a good time ceremonies can be really really fun no matter what happens you literally have hit the nail on the head you're saying all this and i'm like those are the elements that i love about so many ceremonies mm, yeah the baby cries and you go yeah i agree exactly you know, like or just, isn't it beautiful when people cry at weddings that's that's yeah. a big one for me <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. now sometimes oh. you do need to say should we continue like if you know if the baby continues to cry you know sometimes and i always say empower your couple like okay should we should we would we like to continue would we like to take a break something like that you know you don't want to yeah. point single somebody out but you got to look at your couple and sometimes they're looking at each other like geez you know or sometimes the couple has kids and i've had their kids come up and like wrap themselves around yeah. their legs yeah. <laughs> and i'll just say something like you know oh, this little guy's uh, really getting involved or something you know so you just yeah. want to roll with it and again mm -hmm. it's not scandalous if we've already decided that we're all just human beings here doing this really sacred important work of getting these two married and they're making yeah. promises but it doesn't have to be a scandal when i love happens. that it's not a scandal <laughs> if something falls over yeah it's called right. wind yeah it didn't ruin it didn't ruin Fine. your day exactly <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> Man, there is so much power in what you share. And I really like, I, I'm going to sound like a total fangirl for a second. You have boiled this down to what sounds like a very distinct formula. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to replicate and easy yeah. to almost copy paste, but in your own style and in yeah. such a way that's very honoring, but foolproof. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I say so many people are going to copy and paste the boring stuff out there <laughs> that there's yeah. nothing wrong taking the model of somebody like myself who says, oh, well, if you want to copy and paste something, if you must, you know, do this method. I teach how to get up there, how to do those opening remarks, how yeah. to deliver this, 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 how to walk you, the couple, through the planning stuff. It's literally how to step by step, which is, of course, how I can deliver that guaranteed result. With the caveat, again, that the love story is always different. So I teach exactly how to tell the love story, what yeah. questions to ask you, little secrets like tell it in present tense instead of past tense. It makes a huge difference when you don't say he saw her at the bar. You say he sees her across the room, you know, with the <laughs> seas. It, everyone's like leaning in, you know, just that kind of yeah. thing. So there's little tricks of the trade. But like you say, if you're going to copy and paste anything, yeah. copy and paste the one that is getting out of the park, people are beside themselves reviews. Uh, because again, a ceremony can be so fun. And that's what ultimately we want for every single couple. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, this has been such a treat chatting with you. I y'all listening at home or in your car, or wherever you're at right now, I hope you take an opportunity to go check out some of Mark's stuff. Speaking of which, where can they find you? I would send them to your special link, unboringweddingacademy.com, oh, Wolfer & Co. Uh, you'll see right there a page where you can choose if you're the officiant or if you're the couple. Uh, and of course, my course will be available at 50% off permanently for your audience. Uh, so you can check that out, unboringweddingacademy.com slash Wolfer & Co. Look at that delivered so eloquently. You talk yeah. a lot for a living, don't you? Uh, yeah, I got to yeah. get it all in. <laughs> And also you have a very healthy and robust YouTube channel if you guys want to get to know mm. Mark a little bit more. And that's just your name, correct? Uh, What's the name of your YouTube channel? Unboring Wedding or, yeah, yeah, I would say Google Unboring Wedding. That's the safest. Nobody knows how to spell my last name. I'm not going to make him do that. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I remember yeah, the very first yeah. time we met and you're like, it sounds like Rolo, like the candy, but with a G yep. at the beginning. And I was like, oh, that's right. G-R-O-L-L-O. -L -L no. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Great. <laughs> Never I just mind. walk around with a big red button. Eh, anyway, no, I'm more gracious. Unboring when that's why I started this company because it's so much easier. It's so much easier than your name. Well, thank you again so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Y'all go check out Mark the Candy Rollo Grolo. Um, yep. I don't know why I ended like that. We should probably wrap this up. That was good. Good job, everyone. Great. Thank you. <laughs> If you are struggling with wedding planning and you have questions and you just need someone to listen and to chat with, come join us in the Master Plan community over at themasterplanwed.com. I would love to have you in there. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, subscribe, jump on over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a five-star review so we can let the podcast people know that Jamie knows what she's talking about sometimes. <laughs> and until next time, bye guys.